Welcome back to Forbidden Knowledge News. I'm your host, Chris Matthew. Today, my guest is Rajai Kaldani. First, a couple of announcements. If you want to advertise with us, email me, ForbiddenKnowledgeNews at gmail.com. We have amazing pricing, and we're doing incredible spots for our affiliates. Come check us out. We work very closely with each and every one of you to produce the most effective ad possible. Our website is ForbiddenKnowledge.News. It's also the home of the Forbidden Knowledge Network. You're going to find some of your favorite podcasts from our community there. Forbidden Knowledge News is always available on Rockfin, Odyssey, Rumble, and all podcast platforms. Rockfin is where you get the premium content. Go check that out. You also get all the premium content from every creator on Rockfin for only $10 a month. And there's approaching 500 from our community. You can also create a free account and get access to everyone's free content, including all our regular shows. You just go to rockfin.com slash FKN plus or click the link right in the description. Today I want to welcome Rajai Kaldani. He spent 20 years in corporate America where he worked with some of the biggest tech brands in the world. When his health started to fail from many years of endured stress and facing a dire situation, a lifeline presented itself in the form of frequencies via PEMF therapy. It restored his health, energy, vitality, focus, and his zest for life. He is now a full-time advocate of this incredible technology, which is transforming lives around the globe, and he is excited about sharing it with people who are looking for alternative ways to support their wellness. Rajai, welcome. How you doing? Fantastic, my friend. Thank you for having me on. Hey, it's great to have you on. We're excited to have you as our new affiliate, and we're going to be talking about an amazing product and innovation in frequency therapy, pulsed electromagnetic frequency. Now, um, I've also experienced firsthand the benefits of this PEMF technology, but the equipment was nowhere near the quality that you're offering. Uh, now, this is your first time on. This is your first introduction with us. Tell us your story and how you got involved with this product. You were in the corporate world with some health issues, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I appreciate that. Yeah, I, uh, <clears throat> you know, how I how I got introduced into this whole world of uh pulse electromagnetic fields and uh, these types of devices. Um, I was, you know, working nine to five, but I was uh, stressed out, burnt out. Uh, many years of just constant stress. And it got to a breaking point. You know, I, I um, started to have a, a panic attacks. So I, I think what I had was uh, what they call adrenal fatigue. My adrenals were shot, right? Just from just many years of stress, right? Your body... Uh, will take, you know, it'll, it'll take a toll. Stress will take a toll on you. And uh, a lot of people don't realize that stress is one of the biggest factors uh, to, you know, kind of debilitating your health and, and bringing you down. But so I started to have panic attacks. I had a two hour panic attack on a plane ride. Um, and it, I was awful, man. I, I uh, felt like I couldn't breathe and my heart was going to stop. Um, started to have regular attacks, anxiety, then I woke up one morning and I uh, developed a lump under my armpit. It was about this big, so about a quarter size. And uh, I was getting uh, chest pain, tingling numbness in my arm. Um, I was depressed. I had a blood clot in my leg, moving up my leg. I was not doing well. And one evening uh, after work, I uh, I was driving home um, and 
maybe I'll tell you the story. I, I, I was in, I was in bad, bad, bad shape and I was severely depressed and every day was bad for me, but that day was especially bad. Uh, my plan that night, that evening, uh, was to go home, uh, drink a full bottle of whiskey, take a bunch of pills. And I was looking to check the hell out. I, mm. I just didn't want to be here anymore. And, um, as I'm driving home, uh, with that intention, a voice came in on my right side and, uh, directed me to this little gift shop, not too far from my house. And I refused. I was like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm done. Just get me down out of here. And, uh, but the voice came back two more times and I rerouted, I show up to this little gift shop and then the yoga room that they have, uh, they had about a group of about 10 people doing a presentation on one of these devices. And so I crashed her presentation said, Hey, what are you guys talking about? I got half an hour. Can you, you know, make it quick. I got to go. I got stuff to do. And, um, they let me in and I listened. And before I left, I tried one of these devices and I didn't feel anything while I was on there. And um, I took the information, drove home, still with the same intention. By the time I got home, I was like dozing off the wheel. Like I couldn't keep my eyes open. So I went straight to bed. I, I had, that's all, I pretty much only had energy for that. Went straight to bed, uh, woke up uh, four hours later, felt refreshed, rejuvenated. Uh, I was like, man, I might, that might be the best sleep I've had in 10, 15 years. And that piqued my interest and um, kind of got me going. I, I eventually bought a device, started using it within five days. That lump, which uh, had been there for four months, disappeared. The chest pain, the chronic fatigue, the foggy brain, everything just went away. And so I got really excited about it. And I was like, man, I got to share this with people. And that's kind of how I got started on my journey. Right on, man. Well, uh, let's learn a little bit about this technology for those that aren't familiar. Give us a little introduction into how it works and how it benefits us. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, there is a field. So first of all, maybe I'll start with uh, some background. So we are um, everything is energy, frequency and vibration. Um, you know, if you look, if you get down to the atomic level, everything is is frequency energy and vibration um and you know a lot of people think we're just chemical but we're really electrochemical every cell in our body has a charge to it um and so uh energy could interplay with energy and influence energy so think of like uh, a tuning fork so if you have two tuning forks next to each other if you hit on one that will start to vibrate and the other tuning fork will pick up that frequency. So what these devices do is they, um, they're they a bioresonance device. And, and what it is, it's a mat that you lay on. It's got coils in it and it's connected to a, a control unit or a box. And it puts out a pulsed electromagnetic field. This penetrates right through the body. And embedded in that field are frequencies that bioresonate with mechanisms in your body. So what we can do is we, we can activate molecules um, through this frequency. And what that does is that starts the cascade of, of, of uh, so action, reaction, healing that can take place within the body. Uh, but make no mistake, it's the body that does the healing. The body does the work mainly. But what we're doing is we're we're charging up the body, so to speak. So think of like a, a battery that's depleted, that's dying, and we're giving it 
a charge with a jumper cable. And we're using frequencies that your body utilizes and recognizes. And uh, with this new cloud device, essentially it's a breakthrough in PEMF and they've created a new segment called PEMA. So PEMF has been around for, you know, since the 1950s, late 1950s. So it started with um, governments looking into fields and how they affect the body specifically for space, right? So what happens when people go into um, zero gravity environments, their bodies start to take uh, not really function the way they should. So the gravity isn't there. You're kind of outside of the field of the geomagnetic field of the planet, which does regulate some processes in the body. And so they started studying this. And so they've been around for a while, but what's new is just how effective uh, the technology is. So they've uh, leaps and bounds in the last 20 years, specifically uh, with uh, Dr. Professor Wolf Kafka's and. um, invention uh, of uh, his new technology, his new frequency forms. Right on. Now, this uh, technology, I mean, it's it, you said it's been around for a while, but it's obviously been suppressed. It's nothing that you hear about usually in the mainstream, especially for any um, health issues or cures. Uh, didn't you say that one of these versions was FDA approved and one of them wasn't or something like that? Yeah, so some are. Um, so some do have a uh, like a class two clearance with the FDA. Uh, this new device that I'm working with is, uh, is it's there. We're classifying it as a wellness and fitness device. So we're not seeking any kind of FDA clearance, quite frankly. Uh, we're just letting it fly and, and let the kind of, you know, people's, ex- um, people's experience kind of speak for itself. Um, but yeah, so the first approved, um, um, FDA approval for something like this happened in 1979, believe it or not. So it's been around for a while and there is a ton of quantifiable studies and data on the, on the technology in general. Um, but, you know, there's been an evolution um, in this technology and 2020 um, Centropics came out with their brand new signal that essentially encompasses all the known uh, frequencies that have benefit into one PEMF device. So all the known frequencies. So there's a lot of generic um, systems that use very generic um, frequency forms. And uh, what we have is really a very unique uh, delivery and it's patented. So it's like no one really has this but, but Centropics. Right on. And you were mentioning how it, you know, you yourself were uh, suffering from many things among, you know, stress and depression. And I was the same way years ago before I kind of pulled myself out of it. I wish I would have had something like this. But for many people, I mean, the the realization that stress and depression and fear and uh, anger and all these emotions that we carry uh, are affecting our health probably more than we could ever realize, along with all the food we're eating and the, the air we're breathing and all the toxins. But would you agree that stress and depression and things like that are, are one of the main causes of a lot of the ailments that we're facing right now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think stress is one of the biggest factors, even beyond 
um, what we eat and all that. I mean, um, so, you know, our body, right? So we have two modes, essentially, we can be in fight or flight or rest and digest, right? So when we're in fight or flight, it's kind of like, you know, it's an evolutionary process, right? So it's, it's like, when we're um, exposed to danger, let's say, uh, you know, we're out in the wild and we come across a tiger or something, right? We, our body jumps into fight or flight. And what happens is your blood flow is shifted from your organs, your main organs in terms of like your, your stomach and different organs that do certain processes, then they go to your muscles, right? So you're going to want to run away or fight or whatever. And so when you're in fight or flight, you cannot heal, and so if you're in a chronic stress environment, and most people are, right, healing doesn't take place in the way that you could when you're in rest and digest. And, and so that's very profound. And so we can't uptake the nutrients that we're taking in. We can't absorb it properly. And so I think a lot of times people um, don't realize how big of a factor stress plays in our health. And I think it's actually one of the things that can really destroy our health the fastest. Um, and so, you know, I'm a great big proponent of finding ways to de-stress. And that's what I, one thing I love about the, the cloud device is it allows you for, uh, it, it actually it has a relaxed program and um, they have multiple programs in there, but a lot of them will give you a deep, deep relaxation and that allows that puts you in that rest and digest uh, mode. Now your body can start to do the work that it you know that it can do uh, to to move you closer to homeostasis and healing. And so yeah, stress is huge and often overlooked. And so I'm a big big advocate of of finding ways to de-stress, whether it's taking walks in nature, grounding, um, meditation, and um, you know just kind of really find a way to kind of uh, let off that steam. Yeah, it's things like these that are the biggest threat to our medical industry because they have the ability to preemptively uh, heal us and help us with our overall health without having to rely on outside substances, pharmaceuticals, and our medical industry. Uh, I was telling you earlier about how, you know, earlier in my 20s, I had a surgery to have my gallbladder removed because the surgeon wanted to make some money off of a, a gallbladder surgery when, you know, I really could have probably taken care of it with a better diet and simple, uh, simple healthcare procedures. Uh, but it's things like that, that, you know, you introduce products like this, uh, it seems that there would be a huge threat to our medical industry, uh, which seems to be currently being uh, realized that it's uh, very corrupt by many people right now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, you know, you know, I was mentioning earlier, you know, God didn't put these uh, organs in our body to be taken out, and they all have a function. And you know, when we when we start taking stuff out like that, it it will have an effect. Uh, but yeah, absolutely. I think we have a model um, that that needs some work, and um, you know, unfortunately, I, I talk to a lot of practitioners and you know, doctors and nurses, and unfortunately, they don't recognize this type of technology. Um, you know, it's all about the allopathic kind of way of pharmaceuticals and, 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 you know, surgery. Um, look, I, I think, um, you know, there's a place for um, what they do. Um, in some ways, they're very brilliant and very good at doing certain things. Um, they're good at like emergency care. I think they, um, they've excel in that, in that uh, 
department. Yeah. But when it comes to chronic um, lifestyle issues, I think that's where they really, really drop the ball uh, because essentially it's driven by the pharmaceuticals, um, pushing synthetic chemicals to people that uh, cause problems um, as well, right? So they all have side effects. It's not like, um, you know, you're taking a natural supplement that your body can assimilate and use and, you know, discard whatever it needs without uh, bringing additional toxicity to the body, which also, you know, puts strain and stresses the body. So, um, yeah, the model needs help. And, um, you know, I'm all, I'm a big advocate of self-care and I love the fact that I have access to this type of technology that I can use in my home, right. On a daily basis. And, and, and I get results and, and, and the results that I've seen, and I've put hundreds, if not thousands of people on these types of, uh, devices. And what I've seen is absolutely incredible and mind boggling and really the, the real miracle, the real kind of, um, uh, you know, mind-blowing thing is really our own bodies, right? Our bodies are absolutely mir miraculous and they can heal themselves if given the opportunity and we're just supporting those systems by utilizing technology like this. And and I'm, I feel fortunate that, that I came across it in, in my time of need and uh, absolutely transformed my life. For sure, yeah. Let's talk about some of the uh, products that this Entropics offers. Um, you have a great website here. I'm going to have this in the description. Um, what is the the cloud Pima mat? Is that the one we were talking about earlier? Yeah, that's the pulse electro, or that's the pulse electromagnetic frequency device, or they're calling it also uh, pulse pulsing electromagnetic frequency. Or I'm sorry, not not frequency, uh, but activation. So, so what's different about the cloud mat is it goes beyond PEMF and it gets to the molecular level. So it's activating your molecule. So it's got uh, a range of frequencies that um, will, will actually uh, tap into your molecules and actually activate your molecules. So there's that activation and then there's that reaction. So now your molecules can, um, go do the work that they're supposed intended to do in terms of creating those chemical processes that happen uh, once they're activated. And so, you, you know, when we're healthy, young, healthy, and, and we're doing all the right things, um, these things should work normally, but due to um, lifestyle, environment, and, you know, aging, um, our bodies don't, aren't always optimized to work properly. And so what we do is we bioresonate, we activate those molecules that creates a cascade within the body. And that will, um, help get your body back to homeostasis. So it starts the process or activates that, that molecule through information via these unique frequency forms that penetrate through the body. And so, um, this particular device has uh, five different programs. So it's got a relax program, uh, balance now. So balance is a, you're balancing out systems in your body. There is an energize, um, synchronize. So this is bringing um, the rhythmic systems back into your body and bringing them into alignment. Things like your circulatory system, your heart and, and other systems also grounding. Um, so we're talking about, uh, getting you grounded to like um, the, the uh, what they call is the Schumann resonance. So the normal natural frequency of the planet. Um, and so 
Synchronize is one of my favorite ones. I usually start with that. Um, and then the last one is transform. And that's, that's really good for um, healing, rapid healing, recovery, great for athletes. I've worked with athletes. As a matter of fact, the most recent one is a gentleman who um, played in the NBA for, for a number of years. And he's currently uh, playing in the big three, trying to work his way back into the NBA. And he loves the transform uh, just because it keeps him, um, keeps him fresh. Uh, and he can, he can, you know, kind of push his training to a new level and uh, absolutely. Yeah. So that's the cloud. And um, I have some videos on my website. You guys can check it out and kind of delve deeper into that. And then they have two other devices. So one of them is called the bubble. And what this is, is a EMF uh, converter. And what it does is it converts the EMF around your, your space, your personal space. So your body, and it also puts out the Schumann resonance. Um, and it takes that information that's in your field from a like non-coherent kind of chaotic energy into a coherent energy, supports your biofield, uh, puts out frequencies that um, tune your, your meridians and then you, you open up your heart chakra. And so I love that because it's on the go. And then they have a uh, similar device called the, the, the cocoon, and that's for a, a space. So like your home, your work environment, it creates a um, an environment within your space where biofriendly frequencies are, are emitted about 81 feet radius, and it converts that uh, negative EMF. So things like 4G, 5G, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, all that stuff has a negative impact on your body and it, it transforms it from negatively impacting to positively supporting your body. Excellent. Now, uh, if you want to go, if anyone in the audience wants to go and check out the website, it's getthefrequency.com. I also have the link in the description. There's tons of helpful information on here as well. Uh, you also have, offer virtual events to learn about it. Is yeah, right? we have a ton of ton of information on on the website. Mm -hmm. uh, so you could also reach out to me. You can uh, set up a, a Zoom call if you'd like to get more info. And we have a lot of resources there. Right on, man. Uh, now, as far as the frequencies, you were just mentioning how they can. Uh, often some of these these products can kind of combat the uh, the negative frequencies that we're experiencing from like five or your Wi-Fi routers or our cell phones. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, we we have uh, an immense amount of exposure to EMF. Um, uh, you know, they, they're saying that uh, we get a quadrillion times more exposure to EMF radiation than we did 10, 15 years ago. And so if you think about kind of like the environment that we're living in, we're living in a electromagnetic soup of all kinds of different frequencies. I'm personally very um, sensitive to uh, my GPS. So I, I, I tend to turn that off on my phone if I'm not using it. Cause if I do leave it on actually my hand, let's say if I have it in my hand, I'll feel it radiating through my hand. And um, it feels almost like I'm being microwaved. And, and so it affects our cells um, and it does, it can cause a lot of problems and, and it's kind of like a silent danger 
prolonged long-term exposure can uh, cost all, you know, can lead to all kinds of issues. Um, but some common things that people notice or people note is uh, fatigue. You know, lots of fatigue, headaches, ringing in the ear like tinnitus. Uh, but you know, long-term use can also lead to really some serious. Uh, problems. It can affect uh, brain activity, heart activity. But again, we're electrical in nature and uh, we are influenced by our environment. And this is part of our environment. Unfortunately, we can't get away from it. So we have to find ways to kind of mitigate and transform or convert uh, uh, that information to something that's uh, a little bit more bio-friendly. Yeah, uh, we're living in extremely important times when it comes to uh, awareness of these things like these frequencies and awareness of the, the corruption in general. A lot of people are waking up around the planet to all the things that have gone wrong from the corruption to the poisoning to the war to everything else and things are, are starting to rapidly change uh they've been changing for a few years because i think those them they in charge have made a lot of mistakes and these agendas that they've been trying to push forward and we're seeing a lot of people uh, not participating anymore and I have hope and I, I think that we are going to see uh, a lot more pushback in the in the coming uh, weeks, month and years because exponentially we have more and more people kind of awakening to what's going on. How do you feel about uh, where we're at right now and do you have hope that uh, we have enough people awakening to make a difference and maybe make some changes in the corruption that's going on? Absolutely. Yeah. So maybe I'll mention that uh, my name is uh, Rajai and, and it has a meaning and the meaning of my name in Arabic, uh, it's actually pronounced Rajai. It means my hope. And so I, uh, I am all about hope, my friends. So I, I do have hope for the future. Uh, and, and I, you know, I've been trying to um, educate and wake people up for, 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 you know, 15, go almost going on 20 years. And I do feel like uh, what I've seen is uh, in recent years, in the last couple of years here, way more people are waking up, way more people are kind of um, starting to ask questions, um, which it has brought some hope to me because uh, for a while I, I, re I really felt uh, kind of uh, at a loss because I, I, you know, people, I, people weren't ready um, to, 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 to kind of really look at these things. I think a lot of people were uh, afraid or, or just maybe too busy or, you know, had a different focus. But I think with what's happened in the last couple of years, it's impacted everyone on a personal level to where uh, people are starting to ask questions. And I do feel like, hey, if we're going to uh, get through this, quite frankly, it's going to require that a lot, a lot more people start to ask questions about um, what we, the society we've built for each other, you know, and, and, and how we go forward, we need some, some solutions, we have some massive, massive problems that, um, that we're going to have to take care of. But we need people that um, are willing to, to do the work, um, ask the questions, and and kind of really try to uh, push for a better way of doing things, and and I think that's starting to happen. And so I'm, I'm I'm excited about that, but I think we have some serious challenges. So I have I have mixed feelings about it. Um, yeah. 
No, I, 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 I feel the same way, but uh, I am very encouraged that people are starting their own community, starting their own system, starting their own entertainment, starting their own businesses, starting their own types of health care. Uh, it's going to replace this old system that just doesn't work and is, is, is sucking the life out of humanity. Uh, so I'm very encouraged about people taking the initiative to do things like that and starting their own farms and things of that nature. And I'm seeing more and more of this. And this is, this is exactly what we need. Uh, and we can't, you know, no matter what they throw at us, we have to kind of uh, find our way around it and get around the system. But I think we can do it for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I call it the self-care evolution. And what I'm finding, I, I, I talk and, and meet and uh, deal with a lot of practitioners. And what I'm finding is a lot of them are, are starting to look at uh, what they call a, a PEMA, so a private membership association, where they can actually work within their practice in the private domain versus the public domain to where they're, they're not... Uh, you know, they're not, uh, they're kind of out of the purview of the, of the public and they're, uh, they can, uh, function in a different way to where they can be a little bit more upfront and honest about what's going on and how to, how to do things. Right. Cause we, we do unfortunately live, uh, and have, have been dealing with a medical mafia that, um, that, that has not really served the people, uh, in the way they should. No, um, and it's great in that that in the past through three years, well, since you know the the COVID fiasco started, that we've seen the corruption. Uh, we've seen how the the CDC is complete BS, and it's all a stage, uh, and, and it trickles down through the media to the politicians, and we we get a glimpse behind the curtain of what's really been going on, and uh, that's you know that's another thing is they keep making mistakes i don't know if uh, they're trying to roll out <laughs> this new world order too quickly if they have some kind of time frame but i think that's one of the problems that they're having is they're moving too fast and people aren't ready for some of the the uh, ideas and agendas that they're starting to roll out i don't know what do you think yeah actually yeah you're right so they they've gotten really sloppy uh, they used to kind of take a much slower approach, kind of gradual approach, right? So kind of slowly boiling the frog. Um, you know, but I I started to really think that they were working with a timeline. There's a timeline that they're trying to um, maybe beat or make. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like I think we're moving into, um, let's call it a new age, where I, I do believe uh, there's some, some energies coming uh, towards us, right, from a cosmic level that could potentially change our our level of consciousness. And maybe, maybe, because I, I was questioning that too, was like, why did they suddenly switch up their approach and, and go from, you know, kind of a slow incremental approach to, you know, super warp speed? And it did come to mind that, hey, I think, I think they're trying to beat a, a timeline. They have, they have a target and they want to get their, um, their control mechanisms in place before that happens. And uh, maybe there's something on the horizon that they know about that might uh, maybe kind of change the game a bit. And so I, you know, I've had those thoughts. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, they're trying to get ahead of something that they might not be able to control. Uh, it's interesting how it, it also coincides with them 
kind of uh, leaking in UFO information into the, 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 the public consciousness and, you know, saying, yeah, they're real. We don't know what they are, but it's all kind of coming together at this very strange time where they're introducing this stuff to us. And not only that, in, in, in what's left of Hollywood where it's like the, um, you know, your history channel TV stuff that still people sometimes watch. They're even pushing more metaphysical ideas, uh, UFOs, things on Skinwalker Ranch. So there's a strange mix of what they're implanting into, uh, the global consciousness as this thing is unfolding. Right. Absolutely. Well, let's keep, let's keep, let's bear in mind that they like to control the narrative. And I think, um, you know, they always have, uh, let's call it, um, people that they, uh, that they want to keep people in boxes. Right. And so, you know, what I found at least in, in my 15, 20 years of really looking at this information is they like to, uh, have people that are their spokespeople, right. Their spokes, uh, persons or whatever, but they like to actually um, be on both sides of the argument. That way they can control the narrative. And as more and more people are looking into these types of things, you know, it's kind of undeniable. And uh, they're, we're losing credibility by just denying, denying, denying. So I think that on, on some level, they had to kind of admit to certain things um, and then they can then have their, you know, their own controlled people, controlled opposition, if you will, um, kind of, uh, you know, keep people within those boxes. You know, once you get out of a box, they want to put you in a new box. And um, so I feel like they, 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 they've been forced, their hand has been forced to kind of admit certain things and let certain information out. Uh, but a lot of that has to do with they have to try to maintain credibility. And um, if they don't, then I think they they really lose a lot of credibility. Yeah. Yeah, it's I think it's definitely falling apart on their end where I think we still have some trials and tribulations to go through. They probably has a few tricks left up their sleeve that they're going to try and throw at us. But the good thing is people aren't reacting anymore to it. They aren't reacting with as much fear. Uh, I don't see the masks anymore. Even with the monkeypox bullshit that they're trying, I don't see the same reaction we had. So it's going to have to be bigger and better or just go home and quit. So, you know, I, I'd hate to see what the next agenda they're coming up with it's probably going to be something like climate change or another war. oh that's a big one yeah yeah no that's 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 one of the major ones that they're going to keep pushing i think and that one uh more and more a lot of people are really bought into that and so that one i think is going to get them uh long term they're going to get a lot out of that particular agenda um but yeah look i i don't think they're going to go away easily and so uh, you know it's it's going to be an interesting few years here, and uh, you know, I, you know, one thing they have the ability to do is is to pivot and to switch things up on the fly. You know, they control the media, they control kind of um, the information systems, and so uh, you know, one thing they they have that's to their advantage is they can you know switch it up, right? Hey, this 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 narrative ain't working. Let's throw another one. Let's tweak it, and they do that really well. And I've seen that how they they, they go from one narrative and then they flip it. You know, we went from you know w with the whole pandemic to uh, Ukraine, and you know, so they're good at doing that. Um, yeah. But what they're going to come up with next, 
you know what? I uh, I'm afraid to see what that what that's going to look like. But uh, well, I'll tell you, you what, know, an alien invasion sure would be a lot more interesting than any of this crap. But uh, you know, if it were to happen, I would guarantee it'd probably be all of our <laughs> our equipment and it'd be a deception in some way. I don't know. What do you think about that? Oh yeah, I mean you I mean, you you're familiar with Bluebeam, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Project Bluebeam, yeah. So I think you know holographic technology is is pretty is pretty advanced, and if they were to do something like that, I think uh, they would uh, employ some of that and some of our own tech. I think that is eventually uh, uh, a narrative that they are going to roll out. I don't know if they're um, that's a, in the immediate future, but maybe a few years down the line. But yeah, I think at some point that will be. What they roll, what they come up with, uh, because I think at some point they're going to need something really dramatic uh, to to kind of get the people to rally around them, kind of um, you know get the people to all be on the same page with them, right? Because fear is a powerful tool, and uh, yeah, that that could strike a lot of fear in, in people. Well, I think unfortunately the whole. UFO community has been infiltrated by a lot of these three-letter agencies to get their own narratives across about what's going on or uh, shape a certain future that uh, that they want to unfold. But it's unfortunate, man. I, I think a lot of people that are looking into UFOs and aliens are being led the wrong direction intentionally, uh, and there's yeah. too much misinformation out there to know what's really you know actually going on. I mean, I've had my own paranormal experiences. I wouldn't say that it was extraterrestrial. I don't know. I'm not gonna you know put a label on it because I still have no idea idea what it was all i know is a very spiritual transformative experience for me whether it was angels or extraterrestrials or whatever it was beneficial in in my life um and most experiences that i i hear about and most guests that i have that, that come on and talk about their experiences are mostly positive experiences when it comes to what they consider extraterrestrials or interdimensional beings it's very personal experience and usually helps them in a very spiritual or a way and i don't think that they want uh, us to know that that's what this whole ET phenomenon or whatever you want to call it is about. I think it's a spiritual development phenomenon, and I think that's the last thing that they would ever want us to know, right? Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, look, we are we are spirit beings having a human experience. Uh, we're quantum beings. We're connected to everything that is, and uh, we have access to uh, a lot of uh, information that you know, if we were to just kind of uh, go within, um, connect to source, uh, we could really be in a totally different space, different place. Uh, we're very powerful beings. We can be very powerful when we're in alignment, right, with the universe. And part of it, I think, yeah, so the, you know, the whole ET or UFO kind of narrative, I, I think there's different uh, players there, right? So I think there's some negative and there's some positive. And some of it, you know, people um, it aren't, isn't it all physical? The, the, you know, when, it, when I look into it, you know, it, a lot of it is more of a uh, interdimensional kind of uh, spiritual realm. Um, and there's a lot there we don't understand and we don't know, but a lot of it is, I do believe, positive. I, I you know, I love some of the stories that I've come across um, yeah, that uh, Walt, Travis Walton story, um, you know, is is really uh, amazing. Uh, and, uh, you know, I've heard him uh, 
his his speech being reversed. And I don't know if you know much about reverse speech, but uh, yeah, I've had David Oates on before. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's great, man. I love yeah. that guy. And he's done some reverse speech on um, on Travis Walton, and some really interesting information comes out through that. And so I do believe there's a it's kind of a mixed bag. There's some physical uh, stuff there. There's some metaphysical. And uh, yeah, they don't want us to know really what we're a part of. And quite frankly, what we're a part of is absolutely majestic and amazing. And, uh, you know, we tend to kind of get stuck in the mundane, but we are really living in a kind of majestic universe that we have so we have access to so much uh, if we can tune in. And, and uh, yeah, I've had my own experiences. I've had some really profound experiences. And, uh, you know, one thing I find, by the way, that people that are um, that are really working on themselves when they when they lay on that that uh, that mat, that cloud. Oh my God, they have some really profound experiences on that, and they, they're very uh, tuned in to their own energy and the energies of the of the planet. That they they go places that uh, you'd, you'd be amazed. I think that's the whole idea of what's happening right now is to eliminate any essence of spirituality in humanity and just merge us with technology and, uh, you know, us to join this kind of uh, technological metaverse age where we don't have to worry about spirituality or our own abilities and we can just rely on everything technological. And I think that's one of the... Um, the agenda is going on right now, which is unfortunate. And that's another thing that people really don't want to be a part of. You know, we, we're still natural human beings and we crave that uh, natural connection to source, which they're trying to disconnect us from. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Transhumanism is a big thing for them. And they, you know, the, the merging of, of, hum, of man and machine. And um, yeah, I mean, look, we, we have access to technology. We are a technology, you know, we just don't know how to use it properly, quite frankly. Um, but yeah, they'd like to actually um, impose their technology that they can control uh, and they can influence you, right? So it's a it's really about uh, centralized control, and that's what their real agenda is about, right? And so think about um, how much time, money, and effort they spend on trying to control our consciousness right mm -hmm. they they really do uh, that's really where the game is played quite frankly um is is collective consciousness if they can influence that they are very, they become very very powerful and we give them that power that power was only there through our um our consent right and um so they they really understand that this is where they need to play and this is where they do play and unfortunately, you know, we don't understand that as as people. Uh, but if we did, uh, we could transform and change the game overnight. Right on, hundred percent. Now, you mentioned that you had some pretty profound, um, unexplained experiences. Would you uh, want to share those with us? Sure. Oh well, well, where would you like to start? Because I've, I've had a few, some I've of the most profound. What What do you got? Oh my lord. Um, yeah, so I, I, I uh, you know, 2019 was a very interesting year for me. I, um, I kind of got in a state of um, what I called it surrender and flow, right? And I was really open to the universe and uh, looking for signs. And uh, it, it, that whole year was a, a very interesting year. But I had, I had all kinds of different experiences where 
um, people were coming to me and giving me information about about uh, what's to come in the future, and uh, specifically Earth changes. Um, and I, I won't get into all the details because it's a long, long story. But uh, maybe I'll just kind of get to a few other sure. highlights. But uh, what I've been told and the information that I've received is that uh, we are coming to a time where we're going to see some significant earth changes in the next couple of years here in, in about two or three years. And um, I, um, I, I, I had a... Uh, I had a session done with a lady. She's a chiropractor, but she's very tuned in. You know, she's uh, on her own spiritual journey and she's done the ayahuasca and she's, you know, she's very tuned in. Well, I, I went to see her. I had a session with her. And uh, while we uh, had that session, um, a, a massive being came into the room and it was uh, a crystalline being. Uh, made uh, out of crystal, you could see through this being, and it was very, very powerful, very kind of cosmic energy. And she started to relay uh, some information to me uh, that this being was conveying, and uh, it was very profound and it was very intense. I could actually feel it. Some more of an empath, I could feel stuff more where she was actually seeing the being. Okay. Um, but she reiterated to me that some serious earth changes are coming and that I have a role to play in it. Um, this particular being conveyed that uh, I am, I've come from this race of beings and that I've incarnated on this planet to help tune the planet through frequencies and that I would be um, setting earth grids and tuning the frequency of the planet to avert um, certain things from happening. And so I've had these types of experiences. I've seen, I've had out-of-body experiences. I've, I've been kind of on the etheric plane. Um, I've, I've seen what I believe to be my own spirit guide. Um, you know, I do get messages um, just like, you know, in my, the beginning of my, of this uh, conversation, you know, I how I was led to um, these frequency devices really was through divine intervention. I, you know, I, I I was looking to get the hell out of here, and uh, I I apparently my time wasn't up yet. And they said, uh, "Hey, guy, you're not going anywhere. You still got work to do, and um, we we still need you here." Right on. Uh, now. As far as your you, these paranormal experiences go, do you believe that these were uh, your ancestors or spirit guides kind of guiding you in a certain way? Yeah, so I, I do believe, like with the uh, with um, the the day I found these frequency devices, I do believe that was my higher self or my spirit guides um, throwing me a lifeline, so to speak. Now, with the entity that came in. Um, through uh, this lady at, at this session, yeah, I, I, I'm. I don't know if I would call them my ancestors because uh, I do believe that's a, a totally different race or species mm. of beings that uh, they have a specific role and function in the universe. 
uh, from what I was told was and what they do is they actually go around the planetary bodies and they uh, set the vibrational frequency of those bodies to help them uh, evolve, transform, heal. Um, and um, apparently, apparently a piece of my soul, spirit, whatever you want to call it, um, comes from that. But uh, yeah, I mean, that, that was a really heavy thing to take on, but it, it really actually uh, was um, corroborated by about four or five different experiences that I had all in that year of 2019. And it was just like, holy shit, this, this, this might be real. And, and it, you know, it took me a while to like really try to um, take all that in and assimilate it. And quite frankly, I, I'm not there, quite frankly. I, I still feel like I have a lot of work to do. What were uh, some of the other kind of synchronicities that led you to believe this was uh, this was actually going to come to fruition? Well, so so it first started in, in January of 2020. Um, I was uh, I had an opportunity to go to China and I had an opportunity to go to Mexico. And I really didn't want to do either one. I was kind of, uh, you know, people were trying to get me to go. And I really wasn't that interested. I, I kind of wanted to stick around where I was at and and just kind of focus on what I was already doing. Um, but an opportunity came. And so I I, um, I was doing a lot of networking at the time. And I, I was at a networking event. And there's a lady there. Her name is Joy. She does... Um, she does grief counseling and she wrote a book on grief and, and stuff like that. Well, she was talking about her work and, you know, I, as I was listening to her, to her speak, uh, a voice came in and says, ask her for a reading. I didn't even know she did reading. So I said, Hey, Joy, I got a question. Uh, do you do readings? And she says, yeah, I could do a reading. I said, okay, well, I'd like to do a reading. And so I figured, okay, well, you know, I, I don't know, maybe I'll ask her about China and Mexico, you know, if I should waste my time or go or what I, you know, I had no clue. Right. I kind of personally would, was, was leaning. I'm going to stay home. I don't feel like going, doing those things. So I get on a call with her and I told her ahead of time, that's kind of what the reading would be about. And as soon as we get on the call, she goes, Hey, um, I don't know why I'm getting this, but I'm getting it. Uh, so I'm just going to tell you. And I said, sure. And she goes, uh, are, are you interested in climate change? And I said, well, I don't really like the word climate change, but I do believe in earth changes and they do believe they're coming. They're on the horizon. She says, okay, we're great. And then she goes, are you, um, are you going to China? Are you going to Canada? Are you planning on going to Canada? I said, no, <laughs> I, I don't need to know about Canada. I want to, I want to know about China or Mexico. She's like, well, cause I'm seeing this and, and I'm just going to share it cause I'm seeing it. And I said, okay, well, she goes, I see you in Canada uh, leading an expedition with some experts, a team of experts. And I'm like an expedition. And we're like, what are you talking about? She goes, yeah, an expedition. You're with like geologists, climatologists, people, you know, scientists. You're going out to way out, way up north and, you know, in, 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 in Canada, and you need to tune in to this massive greenish crystal underneath the bedrock. And, and you need to tune into it. And I said, well, what, what do you mean tune into it? She's like, you need to tune into it to avert calamity. I said, what do you mean? What kind of calamity? And she goes, um, 
you know, earth changes. And I said, wait, wait, hang on. Okay. So I have no plans on going to Canada. I don't know any experts like that. I don't know scientists like that, right? And so I'm like, okay, this is kind of crazy. And so, so, so I asked her, so when's this expedition supposed to happen? And she goes, 2026. I said, okay, well, whatever. So we move on into our, our um, the rest of the reading. And based off the reading, I decided to go to Canada. So I get off the call. Within a couple hours, I booked my flight to uh, Mexico, I mean, right? So I booked my flight. The flight's a week away. I fly into Mexico City. I go down to Acapulco for a crypto conference. I'm down there for a crypto conference. And suddenly... I I'm down there and, and there's all these people that I'm meeting, meeting climatologists, scientists, doctors. Okay. I meet a guy who does, who's doing like a whole presentation on earth changes and the, the history of the earth. And, and suddenly I'm like connecting with all these people and I'm thinking, holy shit, like, like a week ago, I was like, this lady's crazy and she doesn't know what she's talking about because I know no one like that. And even if I did, there's no way any of these people would, you know, be following me on some kind of crazy expedition. And so that happened to me like three or four times in that year where it was just random stuff and it was all reinforcing, reiterating this idea that there's a, a role to play specifically with the planet and frequencies and tuning that tuning the vibrations of the planet. So I don't know, it's kind of heavy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what are you, what, what are your plans on, on doing with it? Do you have any kind of um, any kind of ideas or, or, or plans for this? No, I actually, I don't, you know what, what I, what I, what I'm trying to do is just to kind of get centered, get uh, really comfortable with my own energy, um, tuning in with like crystals and uh, things like that, working with people. And I'm really trusting that spirit or my spirit guides are going to guide me, right? Kind of like they've done in the past. Um, you know, even, and, and I eventually did go to China and that was a very interesting experience there. There was a, an interdimensional portal I was supposed to go through um that um I, you know that's a totally different story but look i i am really trusting that the, the information i need is going to come to me in the time that i need it because i there's a lot there and it's overwhelming and so i'm just gonna take the same approach of of surrender and flow and trust that um, the universe is working in my favor. Well, man, you can't just mention an interdimensional portal in China and just move on like it's nothing. <laughs> what, what's oh, up? What's God. up with this? Uh, well, all right. So, so this is part of like the continuation of the story, right? So I, um, I, I come back from from Mexico and I, I'm out there doing my thing. And uh, I, again, had no plans on going to China, but I had some people that were insisting that I go and they kept on me about, hey, we need you. We want you in China. You, you need to come out to China. And I was like, look, I'm not just going to just drop everything and go to China. But I was open. So I was like, OK, whatever. Right. So I I, um, I uh, met a lady. She's this lady was very uh, tuned in. It was a wellness fair that I was at. And this lady had a. Uh, like a an aura 
machine, right? Where you can read your aura. And so I was at her uh, table and she, um, you know, asked me if, you know, if I wanted to do an aura reading. And I said, sure, I'd love to, but I'd like for you to do one as well. And she's like, what do you mean? Uh, I told her about my frequency device and I wanted to kind of test it out with her aura. I wanted to see it before and after. Like, uh, I have a friend who's got a device like it, but we had been kind of talking about doing an aura reading before and after, and we just never got around to it, right? So I was like, all right, here's an opportunity. She's got a device. Let me see if we can get a change in her aura. And so she did a before with her aura machine, and you know she had a lot of orange colors, you know, that are indicative of create creative energy, that kind of thing. And then I put her on the device, and while she was on the device, um, well, her aura completely changed. It was like a rainbow, but she was sitting like this, and she was like, like she could feel everything, and I felt there was a shift in the energy uh, while I was standing next to her. And she starts to tell me that her body or her consciousness has left her body, and she's floating out above the building. She's got 360 degree vision and hearing. And she's telling me everything that she's experiencing. So as cars are driving by, she can hear the conversations in the car and she's relaying this information to me, right? So then after she's done, she's like, okay, what the hell happened? Because I'm, you know, I, I haven't had that before. That was really interesting. So we set up a time to meet up like a month later. Right. So I just met this lady. I didn't really know who she was. I met her. And then I um, we set up a time to meet a month later and it got pushed out. So it was like a, six weeks later. Right. So I get to our meeting six months or six weeks later and I show up to her yoga studio. She's got a yoga studio. Now, by then, like about two, three weeks later or before I decided, OK, I was going to go to China. I booked my flight. I was just going to show up. And I, yeah, I had no idea what I had in store for me. So I get to this lady's yoga studio and I put her on the mat. And while she's doing a session, she has a vision. And so she starts to tell me this vision. And she goes, uh, I'm on a mountain. There's a waterfall and there's a cave, like a hidden cave behind the waterfall. And there's a, uh, some ancient writing on in the back of the cave. And then she goes, you need to go there. And I'm like, I need to go there. She's like, yeah, you need to go there. And um, I'm like, uh, what is it? She's like, there's an interdimensional portal that you need to go through. And if you do, you will not be the same person when you come back. And I said, okay, well, what's going to happen to me? She's like, Heaven wants you there is what she told me. So I'm like, okay, well, where is this cave? You know, where is this cave that you're talking about? She goes, it's in China. And I'm like, well, holy shit. I'm like, wait, wait. I'm actually going to China in like three days. Wow. She's like, yeah, you need to go there. But you have to want to go there. And I'm like, well, China is a big place. Where is this, you know, cave that you're talking about? And so she... She gets on her phone. She starts looking some stuff up. And then she goes, she finds this little uh, place. It's a way, I mean, it's right on the border of like North Korea and China. It's a lake. It's called the Lake of Heaven. 
And she goes, it's, it's, that's where you need to go. And super far away from where I was supposed to be. I mean, it was like, like, I'm like, man, okay, that's, that's, uh, that's going to be difficult. Right. So I, um, it was like a day or so later, I, I go down to Chinatown to pick up my visa. Cause I kind of did my visa thing last minute. Right. And, uh, I asked him, Hey, how, what would it take to get to this place? And it was not going to be easy. It was going to be a pretty, uh, pretty complex, you know, flights, trains, cabs, donkeys, who knows what, right? Yeah. It was not going to be an easy place to get to kind of way out there remote. And so I kept open, but I was like, all right, well, this is not going to happen. Well, I show up to China. My hosts start introducing me to people. One person led to another. They led, they introduced me to a guy by the, his doctor, by the name of Dr. Bao. And, uh, He's a traditional doctor, kind of allopathic doctor, but also Chinese medicine. So he's into kind of TCM, traditional Chinese medicine, teaches acupuncture, mm. and he has an acupuncture school. So he tries, you know, the frequency device. He loves it, right? Because they, they're all into that kind of thing, right? Um, so he invites me to his acupuncture school. So we take a trip out to the acupuncture school. And we get there, and it's, it's like a good hour and a half drive from where i was at and he's giving me this tour of his like the grounds like this place is absolutely beautiful up on the mountain there's a lake there's a waterfall he's walking me around i'm like holy shit this is this is this is uh this sounds a lot like what that lady described i said hey dr bow are there any caves in the area any special caves you know it's caves that are, might be that might have some spiritual kind of significance and he goes he looks at me he kind of tilts his head he says yeah he says but we can't go there right now he says but i'll take you there and so i'm like freaking out man i'm like <laughs> like am i really gonna go through this you know, portal, you know, what, uh, I don't know, you know? So anyhow, um, we set up a day for him to come for, for someone to come and pick me up and he was going to take me to this cave and, uh, I'm waiting, but I'm stressed out. Right. Cause I start to think about it. You know, I've heard about, um, people disappearing, you know, um, I don't know if you've, you've heard, are you familiar with the 411, uh, the David Pilates information? Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm like, oh, holy smacks. I'm, am I going to come back? I don't know. I have no clue. Right. And so anyhow, I, um, uh, the day of uh, the guy that was supposed to come pick me up, something happened to him. He, he couldn't make it. And so I, uh, I didn't go. But but I I have an open invitation to go back and be taken to that to that portal. But I uh, I, I think what happened was the maybe the apprehension that I had energetically kind of shut down the opportunity. Mm -hmm. But a couple about a month and a half later is when I had that experience with the uh, that first being that I mentioned to you. And I, so I think the the plan changed and. Um, that experience where I had with, with that, that other crystalline being, um, apparently they, 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 um, did something to my DNA. Let's just put it that way. So.
Very interesting. So do you uh, do you have plans on maybe going check out that portal in the future? I would love to, as a matter of fact. Um, I, I don't know if I would do it now um, because of what's going on in China. Oh, right, right. Yeah, for sure. Lockdowns. I, yeah, I mean. And look, in Canada, too, man. It's two places that I probably wouldn't want to be right now, you know? Yeah, I'm with you. Canada is a scary place, too. Yeah. Um, but China is specifically, um, it's, it was pretty wild. I mean, I, it was kind of, it was a little creepy. Everywhere you went, uh, cameras everywhere. And uh, it, it was it was intense. But yeah, I'd love to go. Um, but, you know, maybe I don't need to go, right? I, I do feel like uh, the universe is supporting me. And, and that's why I had the other experiences that came afterwards. Because it was like, hey, we need to get this guy prepared for what's coming, right? Because he's here to for a mission right on uh now to close out what would you tell people that are interested in the product they not they don't know much about it uh and they're kind of apprehensive about uh, the price is there any way for them to get familiar with uh, any other aspects of the product yeah absolutely uh you know um, knowledge is power and i think uh, getting the information is is key uh, feel free to reach out to me. I, you know, you can reach out to me if you have questions and, uh, you know, the company does have some financing options. So if you could finance it uh, through a third party company that they work with, but look, I, for me, it's an investment in your, in your, in you, right? I mean, uh, one thing that, um, you, you know, oftentimes people um, look at price and not value. And, and what you have to understand is, the value that you're getting with these types of products is absolutely tremendous, not just for yourself, but your whole family. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I mean, look, don't be shy, ask questions. People will have questions. I had questions. It, it's a process. You know, I didn't, when I first came across it, it, it took me a while, even though I had results right away, it still was a process for me. I still had to go through the information. I still had to feel like, okay, I'm making the right decision here. And, um, and once I understood that it was a, it was a, a no-brainer, it was an easy decision, but so I understand, you know, um, people have to kind of go through that process, but the information is there, mm -hmm. trust your intuition and, um, yeah, I mean, and, and there's a lot of resources there and, uh, we do have Zooms that we do. Um, essentially every Tuesday evenings uh, and Saturdays. So if you'd like to learn more about it, you can plug in and take your time with it, um, reflect on it. But uh, yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely worth it. Right on. Yeah. Like I always say, how much is your health worth to you? You know, it's the only uh, body and health you have for now until your next avatar um, incarnation. <laughs> absolutely my friend yeah yeah well Rajai that's fantastic we'll definitely be talking again in the future and I look forward to working with you brother appreciate you my friend thank you yes, and sir. uh yeah take care until next time everyone have an excellent evening we'll talk again tomorrow see y'all then